guys, welcome and welcome back to um, Gen Z and Ministry. I'm Felicia. And I'm Abby. And we just wanted to uh, jump into episode five. So this week we're going to be continuing with the Q&A kind of uh, session. The last week, Abby asked me questions and I kind of gave try like a fairly transparent uh little peek into my life and my life in ministry and my perspectives as far as what goes on in my life. But this week, we're going to switch the tables and I'm going to be asking Abby some questions. So to start it off, would uh, Abby, you want to say some things about yourself? Yes. So I am a 20-year-old college student. I am finishing off with my associate degree in ministry leadership, and I switched my major from intercultural studies into uh, psychology. My end goal is to become a professional counselor. I have been serving in youth ministry for about four to five years and I just love serving. I love giving and I just love Jesus. (laughs) That's awesome. We can definitely see that. Uh, And so I just wanted to jump into the first question to kind of uh, back up in the last thing that you said uh, about you serving a ministry for the last four or five years. So the first question being, how did you know that that was something that you wanted to pursue or go into as far as uh, just uh, as your ministry, whether that be in church or, you know, in, in your job or your life? How did you know that that's what God wanted you to do? As far as youth ministry, I actually never... I never imagined me serving in youth ministry. That was like the last thing. Um, Before before it even began. So I started serving youth ministry when I was 16. So let's say maybe when I was around 13 years old, I have been receiving like um, relations from God that I will be like a role model or an example or working with like broken uh, people in the church. And I just didn't know what that meant. Um, And so I I just brushed off of me and how it came actually was that back then when I was in youth group, there was so many youth group and there was youth leaders. So there wasn't any need. And so when I was around 15 years old, I started to see a need. And I just told my pastor, I'm like, you know, pastor, there's a need and we can't have youth, um, you know, suffering spiritually, you know, youth in this generation, they can become spiritually stagnant, spiritually paralyzed. And so then my pastor's like, oh, so why don't you become youth leader? And I was like, wow, that wasn't like the response. Like maybe I imagined maybe there's another youth leader or someone you had in mind to work with youth ministry. And so he said, pray about it. And so I prayed, it took months. And, and so there was an election and fast forward, only two people voted for me to be a youth leader. And, um, the rest of the congregation, they were like, no, you're too young. <laughs> so, and how it came was that pastor, my pastor um, said, you know what, Abby will be youth leader regardless of the votes. And so I was definitely honored. I didn't know nothing about youth ministry, but definitely 
the support of my pastors. I am so honored. It's such a privilege to be working with youth because, you know, technically they're in my hands and I've been working by myself for four or five years. And so it's very, very challenging, but it's just so honored uh, to be seeing youth and working with youth. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, so kind of like to jump off of that, what uh, to, for the second question, what does your typical Sunday or even youth night look like? So on a Sunday, it's very busy. Um, for example, today I led uh, worship. I was singing uh, with a worship team. Um, so I get up maybe around 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and we start Sunday school at 10 a.m. From there, I have one hour. I love Sunday school. I want to be fed and being invested by someone. Um, I would definitely consider myself as a student, always learning. And then after worship, I translate from Spanish to English. And then if there's like a food selling, a food sale, I'm sorry, then we, we prep the food. And after that, from there, we we end the service, you know, if anything, we help clean the church, things like that. On a Tuesday, we have youth nights on Tuesday, and so it could be very different. Some days are like game nights, but the majority of time we do series. We're heavily invested in the Word of God, um, and... We start at eight o'clock, we have one hour. And so definitely our series is more personal, more transparent, more questions that you ask yourselves or as a group, you know, so there's a lot of dialogue between the students and I and just being vulnerable because we're all people, we're all humans that fall short of the glory of God. So that's pretty much a normal day. Wow, that sounds busy, (laughs) but so, okay, uh, with all of that, how do you balance your ministry, your work, being a student, uh, spending time with your family and friends, and just life in general? How how do you balance all of that together? There's a quote that a preacher said, and I can't remember him, but he said that your unconventional calling will require unconventional sacrifices. So I strongly believe that with all that I do, because I can do many things, but I can be far away from the presence of God or having discernment from God. So what I have instilled um, not so long ago is set up a strict routine. What does that look like? For me, the gym is therapeutic for me. And so I wake up at four, the gym, I go at 5 a.m., And then once I get back, immediately I go into prayer Um, and I have at least 30 minutes praying and reading the word of God because I've noticed that it has been affecting me if I don't use it or if I don't do it uh, because I get exhausted from coming home from work. So definitely a strict routine and definitely analyzing having self-awareness on myself how did i interact with 
these people at church? How am I with my relationship with God? Um, so definitely my relationship with God is priority. So all I can say is just a routine, stick to it. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yes. So what advice would you give someone going into the ministry? What advice I would give someone is interested in ministry is to say that it will require some unusual sacrifices and if you are comfortable and where you at uh, you are doing it wrong you will have to you know shift a lot of things a lot of your passions your desires and yes it does hurt yes it 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 stings but remember like we are dying to ourselves we are denying ourselves to follow christ however pursuing ministry there's just so much beauty and yes there is challenges you know not going not not going to lie but both of them together it makes you a whole healthy individual that is pursuing after god's own heart so what i would say to someone who is interested in in ministry go for it find people in your church that want to invest and find mentors not only mentors of that you admire but what can you do for them as well you know that it's it goes both hands what can they do and what can you do so your relationship or this mentor relationship is 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 united in christ um, you know, don't, don't wait on it. Just go for it. You know, I would say, you know, go to, um, go to your pastors and, and receive, you know, counsel or advice. Definitely, definitely seek people within the church that want to invest in you. Yeah. Yeah. And for our final question, what has been your biggest challenge in ministry? My biggest challenge in ministry is working by myself. It's such a, a overwhelming draining that I always constantly tell myself, you know, God doesn't deserve what I'm doing because I, not going to lie, <laughs> I tend to be a perfectionist. Um, because I strongly believe that God deserves, you know, the spirit of excellency and, and the best. You know, I don't give mediocrity to the Lord. And so at times I do have uh, low self-esteem um, with the work or what I'm doing in the youth ministry. I believe that the youth deserves more. God deserves more. Um, and so that's a struggle that I'm, I'm working through. Yeah. Well, we appreciate hearing about your uh, your transparent uh, thoughts towards uh, just life and to ministry. And I appreciate uh, your transparency and uh, you being completely honest. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you for listening to our podcast. And we hope that you tune in for the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>